and he would give himself up to sweet lassitude. And the hate and the ache folded their tents like the Arabs and silently stole away. That's what was happening now. All the rotten things stealing away. This terrible house that was his home, and that other house where the girl had bounced sickeningly down the stairs, replaced by a glow spreading through his limbs as if his body were a light bulb on low intensity. He glanced around the garage, which his father never used for cars but for storing the paraphernalia of house maintenance, lawnmower, wheelbarrow, shovels and rakes, all kinds of tools spread haphazardly here and there, which made it easy to hide the bottles of booze, but he sneaked into the place. Neatness was not one of his father's strong points. He always left a trail of disarray and debris behind him, kept losing things, didn't hang up his clothes. Ironic, in this house the son was neater than the father. The mother would nag his father to put things away, holding the son up as a model. Notice the formality here, calling them mother and father, not mom and dad. No more, hi, mom, hi, dad, how did things go today? What's on for dinner? Pork chops? Swell, we all love pork chops. And then telling jokes at the dinner table like we always do. Dad's atrocious, talking animal jokes which were funny without being funny. Like the kangaroo who orders scotch on the rocks at the bar and... Christ... Not only didn't call them mom or dad anymore, didn't call them anything at all. Not even hey. A man that called his mother mom sometimes because it slipped out from habit. She still lived here at least. He had a soft spot for her, but was angry with her too. But it wasn't her fault at all, Addie said. But what did Addie know? Addie Walker, fifteen years old little sister, but not so little, slightly overweight, not particularly likable either, pain in the ass, in fact, little miss know-it-all. Sometimes he almost hated her, her smarty-pants attitude, high honor roll, smirking as they compared report cards, Buddy barely managing to keep a B average, always in danger of flunking at least one subject, never acing anything. Addie was starring in the sophomore play, a play she had written with her English teacher, for Christ's sakes. While he had even flunked basketball, hairline fracture of his knee ending potential stardom. Stardom? Hell, he had been lucky they let him sit on the bench. Too short at 5-9 in a game that called for giants, too uncoordinated with a knee that gave way on occasion, sending him unceremoniously to the floor. Have another drink, buddy. He lifted the bottle to his lips, then hesitated. The moment always came when one more swallow was too much. Made him cross the border between being pleasantly high and deathly sick. And he never knew when that moment would come, which swallow would change things around. Like at that girl's house the other night, one minute beautiful, next minute sick on the floor, vomiting on the rug of a perfect stranger.
He drank anyway, but a small tentative swallow, testing, testing, testing the state of his stomach, the state of his life. As he swallowed, he heard the back door open and then slam shut. Glancing hazily at his watch, he saw that it was 2.33, Addie, home from school, unexpected. She usually stayed late, involved in all kinds of extracurricular stuff. His mother worked at the office till five, never got home till almost six. Buddy sat still, gathered himself, blinked, relaxed, slipped the bottle of booze under the pile of stuff on the workbench. He rose slowly to his feet, pleased to see that he was only a bit dizzy. He had found out since he had started to drink that he was a superb actor, that he could have stolen the show even in Addie's stupid play. He was often a bit high, a bit drunk, but nobody noticed. Maybe Addie.